back to On the Block with Stricken Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block 93.7 The Ticket. My name is Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685. Starter Heyman text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Shout out to all of you today. You guys have been awesome. You guys have been great. We appreciate the interaction as always. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. If you head over to YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a share. We appreciate all of you helping us get to 2,000. Now our goal is 3,000. Total, complete and total YouTube domination. Strict, before we get into some Nebraska basketball talk, some Big Ten uh, basketball talk, we've been talking about football all day, but basketball is right around the corner. It's exciting stuff, and we have a Husker Hall of Famer, so we like to talk about basketball here. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Mary Ellen's because if you are currently – on your way home, you're looking for a late lunch, early dinner, head over to Mary Ellen's, 27th and Pine Lake. You have not had soul food if you have not had Mary Ellen's. Shout out to Charles and his crew. If you go, tell him that we sent you. Maybe we'll give you an extra chicken wing. Don't quote me on that. He might not, but you never know. But he likes us over here at On the Block, so definitely want to give a shout out to Charles. Let him know that we sent you Nate and Strick from On the Block. Also give him a go Giants if you head over that way. I'm telling you guys right now, you are missing out if you have not had Mary Ellen's. So, Strick, today... Uh, a bunch of ESPN analysts, writers, they went through and made their Big Ten projections for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go ahead and go through the consensus uh, rating on here. And Nebraska, for what it's worth, did not have a consensus. So it, it'll be interesting to see uh, how you interpret this. So uh, this is how ESPN lined up the conference. So they had Indiana 1, followed by Illinois, Michigan, Ohio State at 4. Uh, Purdue coming in at five, Michigan State six, Iowa seven, uh, eight and nine. They have some discrepancy uh, between Rutgers and Wisconsin. At ten, they have Maryland. Eleven, Penn State. Twelve, Northwestern. And more discrepancy, strict because Nebraska and Minnesota and a couple of these guys flipped. So some had Nebraska at 13, some had Minnesota at 13. So interpret that as you will. Nebraska is not a consensus to finish last in the conference. Um, when you hear this, Strick, is there anything that pops out? Any any teams that surprise you? Uh, the consensus being Indiana, they get back Trace Jackson Davis. That one doesn't really surprise me too much. I know you said Purdue is going to be down a little bit. They have them coming in at 5. Iowa down a little bit too, it seems like. They have them coming in at 7. Um, Wisconsin Rutgers kind of flirt with that eight or nine spot. And then you look at the bottom four hasn't really changed too much over the years in, in Penn state, Northwestern, mm-hmm. Minnesota, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's going off of what you were saying yesterday. Strick is when I see these teams laid out, I'm not really convinced the big 10 is going to be that great this season. I mean, it's still big 10 basketball. The brand of basketball is different is difficult. It's going to be hard on your body. There's some good teams in this conference, Indiana towards the top, but there's going to be some winnable games And Nebraska is going to have a chance to prove themselves. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, I think the improvement and I think the metrics that said is just get out that bottom. You know, right, right now this is, I remember and I loved when we were in this position when I was playing in Boston when they had us picked and projected to be, I think, last and second to last with a team, I just see so many 
similarities to this team nice. and what I saw in that team. And here's why. Of course, you have Paul Pierce, Hall of Famer. Antoine Walker could maybe get in Solid late. player. Solid. Yeah. Great player over the course of years. And then from there, you had a hodgepodge of just hardworking, grimy, gritty guys. Me, Eric Williams, Vitaly Patapinko, Ke- uh, Kenny Anderson, Tony Batie, undersized center, uh, Mark Blunt. Um, it, it, look, I went down a whole list there, and you probably don't even know half of those guys <laughs> other you, than Strick. me. That, hey, because I'm just a Nebraska yeah. guy, right? So that same team they picked, we ended up – and look, none of this I'm saying, please, text line. <laughs> the text line's been off boy, the rails today. Please. I don't know what's been going on. I'm not saying this is that team. I'm saying it looks reminiscent when it looks similar because everybody project, projected us that way. We went. We grinded. There was games where I I had more points than Paul and Antoine. I'd have 28 games where Kenny Anderson went off, games where, uh, you know, uh, Eric Williams got nuts. You know, it was just <laughs> – yeah. it was – it was you, you knew Paul and the consistency of what they were going to bring, and you knew the others. But that's the difference between this Husker team. This Husker team has a bunch of guys where you know C.J. Wilshire and you know Bryden Bach. And, Derek you know, Walker. Walker. But Walker's not that dominant figure. Walker's right. that consistent figure in, in the locker room. But there's a guys where you're looking at this team, and each night it can be someone different. It can be Greasel one night. It can be Wilcher one night. It can be Breidenbach. It could be Casey. Gary. It can be Gary, yeah. as you just saw, right? Off. Yeah. Every, it can be somebody every night with this team, and I think – when you're ranked that low, it's because you don't have a Stapleton. You don't have somebody that you're like, oh, okay, I know I'm going to get 20 from this guy. I know I'm going to get this like from that guy. Like a Trace Jackson Davis, which I, is why they you, had You understand? Yeah, yeah. And the same thing with Illinois, right? You know, right. You know what yeah. they got. Yeah. So this team can surprise you because you can't scout for them. You're going to have to scout for everybody. And as a defense – you want simplicity. You want to know, okay, with this guy, we're running him off. With that guy, we're keeping him here, no middle. We don't want him to drive left. You don't want to have to do that for eight, nine guys. You want to have to do that for just three, right? That's the thing that's going to, I think, is going to be a, 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 an advantage for the Huskers this year is that no one's going to be able to see them coming. And the way that I talk to Fred, he's giving them everything very vanilla. Talking to Fred. He said, do you like that? I like that. I don't show them nothing of what you're going to give them until you need to, until you show up against an Oklahoma or until you show up again for Memphis. And then you get busy. And then you start showing <laughs> yeah. some wrinkles on what you can do and what, you, what you're looking to do. You don't want to give Big Ten, you don't want to give Big Ten half of anything of what you're going to really give them. And I think that's going to play to Nebraska's advantage, Strick, is like you're saying is I don't think there's pressure on this team to be like, okay, this guy needs to get the ball. Mm -hmm. This guy's got to score. It is legitimately like a bunch of guys that can play, and it's who's going to show up tonight. Which which I think is when you look at a team like Nebraska, and this is what I always said, and shout out to Bryce. He got drafted, five-star. It worked out well for him. Proud of him. We just had him on the show. It was awesome. 
but I don't know if Nebraska basketball is really built that way to mm-hmm. get a to get a five star revolve around him, like get into the turn. Like I, I I just see Nebraska as a grinded out. We got a lot of solid players. Yeah, that's just how I interpret it. You've seen it with Teran Petaway. You've seen it with Palmer. You've seen it with some of these guys where they're tremendous scores, but you lack balance. Balance in college basketball. We know the one-and-done situation has not been a success except in one season in Kentucky. The rest of those, they've been knocked out. They usually don't work. They usually don't work. The ones that have the stability of senior leadership and balance and everybody averaging in that 10 to 14 range, right? You have about five guys doing that, and you maybe have a couple at eight and nine. You're able to balance their minutes off, but – if this guy's hot tonight, he gets 20-plus. If he's rolling, we're rolling until the wheels fall off, right? That's kind of, the, that's kind of, yeah. that's kind of what that, – that, that's as long as Fred can continue to sell that. None of us – look, look, this is how they think of you. This is the way they think of – I mean, this is how I'd be sitting down if I was Fred and, and the crew. This is what they think of you. Any one of you individuals that think you can raise this bar by yourself, it's not happening. Where were we last year with a draftee? I mean, I'm, look, I, I love Bryce. I will call him out. Where were we last year with a draftee, five-star recruit, and another one that – look where we got. We're still at this bottom. Until yeah. you guys understand that we collectively can raise this bar, it ain't going to change. And I'd have to keep selling that to them because otherwise, if you don't give them that, there's going to be frustration. There's going to be mad about my minutes. No, when you get your minutes, show, show and prove, baby. Earn, earn your, your 10 to 12, earn 20 tonight. How are you going to do it? Loose balls. How are you going to do it? Rebounds. How are you going to do it? Steals. Defense. How are you going to yeah. do it? You yeah. know, that, yeah. That's what they've got to do. They've got to figure out. What their niche is, and what way within the niche of what I do well, how I'm going to raise that bar and raise those numbers for me. Denim Dawson, like the Denim Dawson in that game against Shadron, you got to put, you can pick a little eye. No, you didn't do that on the scoring side, but you wait, wait a second. I can use him now. Hmm. Oh, I can trust him. No turnover. Mm. You know, you can start saying those type of things now, right? That's, that's what I'm hoping they're able to continue to build on. So, and you've always said too that was how your team was always so successful. Yeah. Is you had guys like that. Uh, last question before we go to break. Milkman says, uh, "Will they have better ball movement this year instead of one Facts. guy dribbling around?" Facts. You, I mean that you you saw it in the assist numbers just in this last this last game. Um, that those numbers, I got them right here. Let me see. Those numbers. The assist numbers for this game was 17. 17 out of their 87 points were assisted. I'll take that. <laughs> and and they only had 12 turnovers. Those are the type of numbers you want to see. 17 to 23 in the assist numbers with only about 12, 10, 12 turnovers. Turnovers will kill you. They'll kill I mean, you. You know that, Strick. Turnovers right. They rebounded their tail off, but they need to do better. This wasn't a very big team. 
So they've right. got to rebound and continue to – I like their rebound numbers. They stay up in there. They're going to be fine. Yeah, ball movement is definitely something we want to see, and I think that goes – like Strick said, I mean, you got a, a bunch of guys, solid guys, that they play like a team. I mean, the, the, there's a there's a, there's a high ceiling for this team. I mean, I 500 I don't think is out of the question, and that's kind of what Strick and I have looked at. It's kind of the goal for this team. Let's make the NIT. Let's make something happen. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We're going to have a little crossover action. Jay Foreman in studio. Going to break down some more Illinois talk as the Huskers prepare for Illinois this upcoming weekend. We'll be right back. 93 Send the Ticket. <laughs> 